Greetings, good listener, and happy Friday to you. This is Alex, your GM, bringing you a hot new intro. Well, new as in you haven't had it before, but it's actually uh, dated back to uh, 2013. But don't worry, it's certified, pre-owned intro. So here's the deal. We're in the middle of the art contest. And the last time you may have heard from me, if you're not part of our Discord server, and if you're not, you're really doing yourself a disservice there, we have extended the due date of that art contest. Now we will take submissions as late as July 16th. That's, I think, three weeks longer than we originally said, because you know what? It takes time to make good art, and it makes time to make any art, really, and if you were looking at that due date going, man, that's not enough time. Well, you weren't alone. And we heard your outcries and we extended the duration all in the name of art. So you now have until July 16th to submit your fan art for the Inspiring Competence podcast taken from Skull and Shackles, Tyrant's Grasp, our Patreon exclusive War for the Crown campaign, Heck, even our Weeby Goblins adventure. Uh, anything from the podcast that struck your fancy, you want to draw a picture, you want to uh, sculpt a humongous statue, you want to uh, write a song, make a short story, anything, any medium of art that you feel like you can express to us, uh, we take all kinds. You have until July 16th for that. Coincidentally, we are now close enough to the end of book three to have a date for you for the book three finale. It will be released on July 15th, the day before the due date of the art contest, fittingly enough. And that means, for anybody who has been keeping track of the trends of our Tyrant's Grasp campaign, the following Friday, July 22nd, we will be having our traditional Uh, Book three, recap, retrospective, uh, extravaganza. So get your questions submitted because we will be doing our recap, recording it live July 18th, uh, available to be listened to by patrons. Go on to our Patreon page and see how you can be part of that if you're not sure. And then the following Friday, uh, July 22nd, that will be airing for everybody to listen to. Uh, book three has been a fucking doozy, so there's going to be plenty to talk about. I can't wait to answer questions and hear the other players' takes on the highlights of that book. There's just so much going on. It was unlike the first two books in so many ways, and yet it was like even more so of what made books one and two great. Uh, it's just, this was a, a freaking ride. So it's going to be so much fun. Can't wait to hear questions submitted. Can't wait to answer them. Can't wait to talk about it. Get those art submissions put in so we can give you a grand prize as well as the coveted title on our Discord server of King of Art. That's right. For an entire year, you will be able to uh, brag to all of your friends how you are king of art on the Inspiring Competence Discord server. So get those submissions in, get those questions submitted, and we will see you next week. But in the meantime, please enjoy episode 73, Team Meeting.
Welcome back to some more kid-friendly fun with the Inspired Incompetence Podcast. And when we say kid, we mean goats. How's everybody doing? Meh. 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 I'm doing oh, I bad. I email somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> nope, those are all unprompted goats and goat noises. That's what we do now. <laughs> all right. So we're starting up kind of exactly where we left off uh individual population unknown well minus population minus. one one two fewer now unknown minus two is still unknown so let's uh not have a sublantics battle here and uh you guys have just killed Sito, uh but only after Sito managed to kill vipira so it was a long and grueling battle assisted largely by horrible attack rolls. Yeah, that was a that was a real comedy of errors fight the whole way through. Yeah. Over the course and of both episodes that it spanned. Oh, anyway, Sito uh lies on the floor before you, dead. Vipira is still invisible and she will remain so for another like two-ish minutes when the ring naturally runs out of its uh duration we it's tough because like like, some some blood spatter but we don't see a body yet well yeah so take it from there vipira how badly are you hurt where are you there's no answer probably the pool of blood that vipira was making before she turned invisible is if anything probably just growing larger and larger Wait, can I see the blood? Yeah. If I can see that the blood pool is growing, I can, like, guesstimate its, like, center point and assume she's there. Yeah. Uh, may take you, like, a round or two to fumble around on the, on yeah, the floor. As, as he's, like, going over and, like, I'm assuming inevitably having to step into the blood pool. Randolph, quick, get over here. I don't know where she is yet, but that's an awful lot of blood. Oh, my God, that's a lot of blood. Dondon's just in the back of the uh, the crowd. He's like, there's no way she lived. She's got to be dead. You don't know that. Uchid is like, you know, on all fours kind of at this point, like trying to sweep wide to find her. You would eventually just uh, by chance uh, like knock into her, uh, into her body. Here she is. Uh, Randolph, quick, get over here. I run over as best I can with all the blood. All right, make a heal check. Okay. She's still invisible? Yeah. 13. Oh, yeah, my heal check's so good on Utrin. I rolled a 13, but I got a 10. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, yeah, so it, it shouldn't be that hard of a diagnosis, honestly, even if you can't uh, see her. Uh, you would probably, like, just kind of feeling around with your hands, you would probably find the what as soon as she turns visible uh you will see to be the like just enormous gouge taken out of her torso and you can like probably not on purpose but just feeling around with your hands like as soon as you find it you can just feel how wide and deep it is and like you just know like her her insides are just leaking out of that hole like whether it's blood or organs uh she's not alive you stupid girl 
just had to keep egging her on, didn't you? I can fix this. I'm juggling organs and blood. Oh, uh, I have to fix this, Randolph. If I just... If this goes over here, we can revive her? No. Where, uh, Randolph, uh, the gravity of the situation starts to hit him that she's super dead. What do we do? Uchi just kind of like shuts his eyes as he's holding like the top half of her. And then he's going to put her down, open his eyes and stand up. Take like a big deep breath in. Right now, we do nothing. Elena is still in danger. At least if we save her life, Vipera's won't be in vain. Uh, well, I mean, we could bring Vipera back the same way we brought back Yando. We just, oh. Again, we need to rescue Eluna, but it can be done. What about right, Yando? Yeah. We need to just go save Elena now. As hard as that may be, uh, like, at a game? Before we go save Elaine, I definitely want to loot Vipira's body. Nothing personal, Tom, but that demon's going to be even harder than this. And Oh, I already wrote down all the stuff on, on Vipira's body. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, we need to figure out who's getting what, because there's important things she had that could make a huge difference in that looming battle. Yep, that's totally fair. All right, so why don't we go over those first? All right. Um, well... First off, um, we got those deliquescent gloves, which adds 1d6 of acid damage to, you know, attacks. So Natural uh, attacks, right? They work on one-handed weapons uh, too, I believe, but I will double check. Okay. Ooh, an acid scythe? <laughs> well, that's a two-handed weapon. Yeah, I think they only work for one-handed. See, uh, yeah, uh, the wearer's melee touch attacks with that hand deal 1d6 points of acid damage. If that user, if the wearer uses that hand to wield a weapon or make an attack with an unarmed strike or natural weapon, that attack gains the corrosive special property. So yeah, it just gives any weapon that you're holding 1d6 acid damage. Like a scythe. So anyone could take that and get, well, other than Rogar, and get the plus, plus 1d6. Also, Uhtred can't take it either because he's already good love the story. Glove. Alright, so I guess Randolph gets it, and whether he wants to wear them or Thelias is up to Joe. Yep, yeah. nope, I don't have anything in hands. Sweet. Alright. Viper also had an amulet of mighty fists with uh, plus one flaming on them. Oh, that's true. Now, th- that those could go to Thelias, but that would mean that um, Randolph would have to give up any amulet that he's wearing, and he might have some natural armor that he's not willing to give up. Does he have an amulet of natural armor? This is messy. Yeah, Amulet of Natural Armor plus one. So you could give up one AC to give Thalias plus one damage and plus one D6 fire damage on all of his attacks. All right, I'll do it. That sounds awesome. All right. And then other than that, Fivebearer had a belt for dexterity plus four, which I don't think that's going to be an upgrade for anyone. Like, I think we all have at least that. Um... Ring of Protection plus one. Everyone's got at least that. Cloak of Resistance plus two. I think everyone's got at least that. Don't skip over the uh, important ring. I'm getting there. And last <laughs> last, and certainly not least is the Ring of Invisibility. Everyone's got at least that, though. Well, it's not last. No. There's one other it's, thing that's on yeah, her. <laughs> she's got slippers, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, see, oh, shit. Those are not listed on her character sheet, so I forgot about them. How quickly we all forget, <laughs> especially me. <laughs> all right, and so, she also has the plus three myth- mithril breastplate, but I don't think anyone can use that. 
Like Rogar, uh, Rogar could, but it would give him a penalty on attacks. As far as the ring goes, I think all three of us could utilize it really well. I think there's a really strong argument for putting a ring of invisibility on your healer. So, therefore, maybe Rogar should get it. I'm just kidding. Random. <laughs> I actually... I'm feeling That was so pretty... smooth, I didn't even fucking I know. notice. I know. Uh, I don't really want it. I have invisibility. That's uh, true. But you don't have invisibility at will. I'm not going to force you to take it, but there's a nice comforting factor knowing that your healer can just be like, boop, I can't see me. Because, I mean, I'd be willing to roll off on it with, uh, with just Matt, but... Yeah, you got. You guys can roll for it. And I mean, I have ways. I have invisibility too. I have greater invisibility. Yeah. Honestly, Rugger doesn't want it either. I mean, if you guys are gonna force right. it on me, Jesus. Oh. There you wow. go. Are you sure you even want it? Sounds <laughs> I like guess. it sucks. I'm just, just kind of my two cents. Uh, if we're talking about Joe having useful items, those slippers uh, to ignore difficult terrain are pretty handy on a healer. Yes, especially they are. Who's already got a reduced movement speed from armor. All right, I'm down for slippers. All right. Um, also, Vipira had the uh, that Red Crusader's quill, the plus three rapier that we found. Oh, yeah. I don't think anybody it. can use that, though. Yeah. It's a very cool weapon, but... Okay. You guys want to talk about uh, the loot in the room? Yeah. All right, so let's talk about Sito's equipment. You find a potion of gaseous form. And uh, let's talk about her armor. She has banded mail of luck. And uh, then she has a magical, her magical greatsword. It is a greatsword uh, sized for a large creature. Uh, and it, ha- it is plus one distracting mithril longsword. Uh, the distracting quality uh, causes foes struck by them to have difficulty controlling their magic. Uh, anytime a creature that has been struck by a distracting weapon would have to succeed at a concentration check to complete a spell or use a special ability or item, the DC of that check increases by five. This distraction lasts for one minute. Once a distracting weapon affects a creature in this way, that creature can't be affected by a distracting effect for 24 hours, though it can be affected by a greater distracting effect. That's pretty nuts. Yeah. You said it was a scythe? <laughs> okay. Uh, then she has a Masterwork Composite Longbow, keyed to a strength score of plus four. Uh, she has a Belt of plus four constitution, a Cloak of Resistance plus four, oh, and a Circlet of Persuasion, or, and a Magical Headband. <laughs> I'll take two spellcraft checks for her uh, mysterious armor and mysterious headband. I got a 39 and a 21. All right. 27 and 16. Okay. Uh, so a circlet of persuasion, uh, delicately engraved silver headband, grants its wearer a plus three competence bonus on charisma-based checks. That's all it does. And identify her armor as banded mail of luck. Ten 100 gold gems adorned this plus three banded mail. Once per week, the armor allows its wearer to require that an attack roll made against him be re-rolled. He must take whatever consequences come from the second roll. The wearer's 
player must decide whether to have the attack roll re-rolled before damage is rolled. In addition to all of this, uh, you guys are looking around this room and uh, you might open a door or two and these just look like tombs. Uh, each Behind each of these doors, here I'll reveal it for you. Um, behind each of these tombs is just a like a 10 foot deep area. They just look like vaults uh, for either like an individual or they might be family vaults. Uh, one such vault, looking at the uh, the name of the family it's dedicated to, uh, Maldera, you can uh, infer that it belongs to Sito's family. And it looks like she's been, who knows if it's, you know, uh, ill-begotten goods or legitimately acquired, but she's got quite a stash of stuff down here. Who knows what she was going to do with all of it, but it looks like she was, when she came down here, she's been like collecting it, like she was like going to take it. So let's get that all in the uh, bag of holding. All right, you find a plus two breastplate, a magical stringed instrument, magical lyre, I'll be specific about it. You find 10 gold bars worth 500 gold each. Uh, a platinum bracelet engraved with celestial designs worth 1,200 gold, Uh, 11 small masterful paintings on ivory plates worth 200 gold each. Uh, Each painting uh, depicts one of Iomide's miracles. Ooh. There's also 400 uh, agates worth 10 gold each, and you find a ivory scroll tube. And inside it, you find a scroll. I, uh, I cast Read Magic. And did you need one spellcraft out of all those things you listed? Uh, no, I think I just gave it to you guys. Yeah. You said uh, a magical oh, no, liar, a, yeah. Yeah, I need one for the magical liar. Uh, so, liar. yeah, give me give me that, and I'll tell you about the scroll. 24. Alright, so, uh, Uhtred and Randolph identify the liar as a liar of building. This magical instrument is usually made of gold and inlaid with numerous gems. If the proper chords are struck, a single use of this lyre negates any attacks made against inanimate constructs within 300 feet. Uh, The lyre can be used in this way once per day, with the protection lasting for 30 minutes. Once a week, its strings can be strummed so as to produce chords that magically construct buildings, mines, tunnels, ditches, etc. The effect produced in 30 minutes playing is equal to the work of 100 humans laboring for three days. Holy shit! Each hour after the first, a character playing the lyre must make a DC 18 perform strings check. If it fails, she must stop and cannot play the lyre again for this purpose until a week has passed. Alright, oh, and the, uh, so the magical scroll, uh, is a scroll of a spell called Psychic Surgery. It's on the Psychic and Mesmerist spell lists. Uh, has a 250 uh, diamond dust material component. Um, psychic Surgery cures the target of all intelligence, wisdom, and charisma damage and restores all points permanently drained from the target's uh, mental ability scores. It also eliminates all ongoing insanity, confusion, and fear effects. Uh, so yeah, what do you guys do? I guess we can at least bring Vipera's body back out to the barricade so we're not leaving it here in a bloody heap yep and then i guess all right so you you guys uh uh it's it's 
been a couple minutes at this point, so Vipira's body, uh, unfortunately, uh, reappears, and you can see the true scope of the overkill that Seto uh, inflicted upon Vipira. So yeah, uh, you would uh, be able to pick her up and carry her back to that barricade uh, that is uh, separating you from like the triage room. Uh, like the one single priest of Iomade is caring for all of the critically injured people and also Uhtred's brother and sister-in-law who is currently in labor. As you're approaching that barrier, you, you hear a small burst of commotion. There's like, ah, oh, like, what is that? No, they're, they're here. No, wait, what? And then uh, the, uh, the, you hear the, the priest going, calm down, calm down. Everything's fine. Who is it? As you like round the corner, uh, you see that uh, a small like clearing has been made uh, very suddenly, like smack dab in the center of the room. You see a man standing there who looks like he doesn't really know where he is. Tom, would you like to describe this man? So when you first look at him, uh, he has the features of a normal human, but uh, upon closer inspection, you start to notice his eyes look like deep green gemstones and has more pronounced chiseled-like features. He'd reveal it anyway down the line, uh, but he is an Asimar. Uh, however, a couple of off-putting details are uh, there's some very deep bags under his eyes. Um, you would also notice two distinct scars where his temples are and one right in the center of his forehead. Almost like uh, there, there's a slit uh, where a third eye uh might be located i uh, i am indeed casting him as uh, heath ledger um he is a seventh level sorcerer with the ectoplasm bloodline i also have three le levels in the harrower prestige class which allows me to get boons when i do hero card readings and apparently i also have a ectoplasmic uh, arm that can reach 15 feet what? at this point what ectoplasmic arm i mean it yeah used only to uh deliver touch attacks. right 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 and uh as you guys uh start to like approach the hairs on the back of his neck start like tingling he goes oh yes yes the phrasma four i've seen each of you ah oh, yes look let, let us do a reading. Let us do a reading now. And uh, he'll actually like sit down on the floor and he invites you to kind of like take a seat. Not really taking in the fact that like you guys are holding a dead body. <laughs> yeah, it's not, yeah. not the best time. Also, rule of thumb, I generally don't sit down next to crackheads. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, nonetheless, nonetheless. Oh, yes. Uh, and uh, he pulls out a, uh, a harrow deck. And um, he pulls out four cards. Uchu's going to pull out his harrow card. So he goes, oh, you're already familiar. Fantastic. Ah. Uh, 
You are the marriage. Yes, yes. And then uh, he, uh, that was to Uhtred. I give him a an eye, like a side eyed look. And then uh, he looks at Rogyar. The courtesan. Oh yes, yes, it's all coming back. You're oh, so familiar, Randolph. Uh, he pulls out the tyrant card. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh yes, from so long ago. And then uh, for Vipira, still not realizing that she's uh, dead, uh, pulls out the theater card. Oh, the theater. Oh, why? There's only three of you, though. You're you're the Phrasma Four. We were the Phrasma Four. Who the fuck are you? Oh, oh! Please, please, please excuse me. <laughs> I am, uh, uh, I, I'm Arginus. Uh, I've been, uh, sent from, uh, oh, I don't know if I should be talking here in front of all these people. Uh, if you would like to talk a little bit more privately, maybe you can, uh, get a little bit more, uh, background. Uh, everybody else in this room is, like, in, like, shocked silence, including the priest who's just... Like, he can only shield so many injured people with his one body, but he's, like, doing his best. Randolph's gonna speak up and, uh, say, I thought we were the crazy one. This man is out of his goddamn mind. No, 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 actually, I'm perfectly in sync with it. Uh, it's, it's really nothing. It's a, it's a long story. Uh, but once again, maybe this isn't the right place to, uh, to, 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 to do this. It's most definitely not the right place for this. Where did you come from? <laughs> I, uh, I, 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 sh- once again, we should probably take this uh, elsewhere. You, you, you all would be very, uh, very familiar of the road I took. Uh, okay. I think I know where this is going. That's wonderful. Yes, yes, you know where I'm going. Great, because uh, I just got here and I have no idea. I don't know where you're going, but I might know where you've been. Is this one of your friends, Randolph? No, He sounds an awful lot like you. He doesn't know where he's going. He's there. Yes, me, them. This place that you came from, what was it like? It was a nightmare. (laughs) Uh, There was a a full city, really. Uh, But the people on the streets... uh, they were between going about their daily business and uh, uh, suffering great agony. But if we really want to hold this conversation right now in front of sick people and uh, what I presume to be is a person giving birth over there, <laughs> I, uh, I once again encourage us to take this elsewhere. Yes, please, says the, uh, the priest. I-, I am so intrigued. I want to hear more. I mean, I know we're in the middle of something, but I mean, (laughs) it really does remind me of myself, like coming in from a a wild uh, trip through the the boneyard. Yeah. And now like this person showed, I mean, they haven't 
explicitly said that they went through the boneyard. They haven't but... said anything of actual substance. Yeah. Randall's, Randolph's just also insane, so it's like they're speaking the same crazy language. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... If you still need kind of like further, uh, for, further no, we ad- need the father to actually open up the barricade. Like we can't open it. Uh, you could if you wanted to, uh, but he uh, when he uh, realizes that you're all just like standing there, uh, like Uhtred's holding like half of Vipera, uh, he goes, "Oh, uh, yeah, if it means ending this conversation, then absolutely." And he uh, starts working on moving the barricade. Takes him a few rounds. How did you get in here? Looking at the barricade. Oh, it was quite easy, really. Uh, they, uh, they, they wanted, uh, well, they, they, originally they gave me a little bit of a hard time, but, uh, I managed to, uh, convince them that I was, uh, seeking for individuals, um, uh, that, uh, came down this way um as a matter of fact uh if you want me to go further back a little bit umble and thoot told me to stop mentioning their names <laughs> umble and thoot umble and thoot. i don't care if you know mctana herself how did you get down here oh, well <laughs> i uh, uh I, uh, just happened to pop up here. I'm, I'm actually quite confused at where I'm at right now if, uh, uh, if, uh, I don't know where I am. Okay. And you know Umble and Thoot? Uh, Umble and Thoot and, uh, Barzak. Where, where did you meet Umble and Thoot? Where, where did I meet them? Where did I meet them? <laughs> Uh, uh, on, on Phrasma's plane, of course. <laughs> They've, uh... Refresh my memory. What plane is that again? Uh, the, 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 the graveyard. Close enough. The, uh, like, Arginus is, like, scratching his skull, like, kind of looking at the, uh... Hey, he's a kind of, I get it. No, he's looking at everybody else, like... You you still want to have this conversation here? Like he's constantly been hinting at the fact that we should go outside and have this conversation. If uh, and well, Uhtred's been blatantly ignoring those hints. Okay, that's fair. Um, so you've been to the boneyard. Uhtred's kind of like you can kind of see some of the, like the tenseness in his like stance loosening up a little bit. Yes. <laughs> Uh, oh, you all are connected in more than one way. And, uh, he kind of, uh, points, uh, to, uh, to his chest. Uh, uh you, <laughs> you all have the grand magic as well, but, uh, You should lower his scimitar when he does that, when, uh, Arginus does that. You know of these obols? Uh, I know of them, but I don't know uh, what they are. If that's uh, your next... No, I mean, that's about as much as we know about them. Do you know Barzak? <laughs> yes, me and him are fantastic friends. Uh, we traveled, uh, actually, rather quickly. Uh, it seems that I was uh, I was quickly escorted out of... <laughs> 
boneyard and uh and uh wound up into uh into barzak's body of sorts you know how the <laughs> you know how the dead roads work when he starts talking about this barzak and uh the the planes and the boneyard stuff randolph's gonna yell team meeting and he's gonna walk over here just slightly away from this crazy person does anyone try him in here with us does does yeah, anyone follow me Rogar will float over with you I Nodden follows you no I'd shoot you to a look like what the fuck are you doing I said team meeting it, like me and Ra- me and Thalias <laughs> it's, it's not a meeting for you guys <laughs> It's oh. like when the opposing team tries to walk into the huddle. Yeah. I mean, I like you guys, but I, I yell team meeting. And then I come over here and when you guys follow, I look at you like, what the fuck are you doing? No, get out of here. And then I just basically talk to myself for a while. And you guys hear ramblings of uh, the boneyards. Yes, where we came from. I know. I don't can't explain it. Yes. I think we, you don't think so. Well, I think we might have to. What other option? He could be dangerous. And I'm just sort of <laughs> having a meeting with myself as to how I feel about this person. What are you, what's everybody else doing? Well, now um, we're kind of getting to like, I, I, you know, I know Barzak, I was saying here, Uhtred's kind of the mindset. Oh, so this is just like when Thalias died, Barzak found, Barzak found another one of those souls that he said might be out there and has sent him down like to us. Well, our genius, I only can assume if you met Barzak and made it back to the material plane, he sent you back when Vipera died. And right now, time is kind of not on our side. So I don't think we have much choice but to bring you along with us. But I swear if you try any funny business. No, 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 no funny business. I... Uh... <laughs> I promise. I promise. I will. Uh, I'll do my best. The uh, the priest. He goes. I'm sorry, but have you made any progress in finding Sito or Aluna? Oh, uh, we found her. All right. Look at Vipira. She's basically two different people. Oh my. So they're dead too. It was her or us. What are you talking about? Did you, did you kill Sito and Aluna? Aluna is still alive, but in danger. Answer my question. Did you kill Sito? She left me no choice. How could you say that? And he like he looks like shocked, and you hear like some more like very worried, and probably a few like panicked murmurs and whispers amongst the other survivors like this you guys have made a spectacle at this point everybody is paying attention to this conversation like it is very clear that that pretty much everybody in this room is shocked and afraid of Uhtred right now what are you talking about she left you no choice she was supposed she was down there looking for a a way to save everyone she was lining her own pockets getting ready to run she had no interest in finding that ballista bolt. So you kill her for it? She... Rogar, we have no time for this. <sighs> Even Our if what you say is true. Either come with us or stay here, but we have to leave. Which is going to kind of make his way back into 
I too, even as the father's like still trying, you know, to go back and forth. Yeah, he's like he like he walks up to the the barrier, like even though it's like kind of opened up right now, but he doesn't pursue you uh, past that room. But how could you? She's a, a a hero. She would she would never like just kind of stopping short and uh, just seems like he can't accept what you've just told him. All right, what do you guys do now? Uh, well, I'm actually very confused because I was under the impression that when we went into I-3, there was going to be like, you know, a doorway, a stairs or something getting us out of there. Right. But now it appears as if the hidden staircase is the only way to leave this, huh? Leave this room. Which now makes me feel like we didn't even have to fight Cedo at all. Did... Did I have you guys roll knowledge religion in regards to the secret door last time? Yep. Yep, okay. Uh, yeah, you... I mean, you're sure there's probably some way to bypass this secret door, but you're not sure. Does our genus have knowledge religion? Uh, no. But he does have a 13 in diplomacy. Oh. You would never know it. Oh, what do you guys do? I have no idea what, like, what's happening. So I, I'm currently along for the ride. So if they're gonna ask me to like talk to people, I would need to know that. I'm still arguing with myself. Well, conversing. I'm wondering how much argument. damage it would take me to just blow down this door. Seeing as either Joe or Matt, I said to do the talking to the father or the other option is Joe having Pelias go through. One of you two's gotta step up here and take a swing. I mean, my diplomacy is only slightly better than yours, so I'm not the one to do it. Hey! Randolph! Randolph! Hey, hey there. Wow. What is it? You think you could ask Pelias to try and phase through the door again and open it from the other side? I could phase through the door again. No. Pelias, not you. Right. We can phase through the door again. Sure, sure. But wait, isn't there a demon on... There is a demon on the other side. Well, we have We don't to. want to fight... Oh, oh, we're gonna have to. to. Randolph, he, he's got Elena. I sort of have this eureka moment when you say that we have to. And I look at you, and I look over at the crazy man. And I look <laughs> back at you, I look back at the staircase. I look at the lias. Okay, oh, oh, okay, okay. I think I have a plan, what if, and then I bring you over, I put my arm around you and sort of bring you into our team meeting. What if we get that guy to confront the demon? Huh? Huh? No, I'm Who knows not... what he's capable of? Maybe he can just kill the demon for us. I highly doubt it. Have you listened to him at all? He sounds you like you. You guys thought <laughs> I was crazy. <laughs> you thought I was crazy. Uh, uh, it, and it... we are not crazy. If you guys don't mind, uh, whoa, what's... I look over at you like, you, like when the fuck did you join the meeting? <laughs> it's a bit hard. I'm talking, about, I'm talking about sending you into this Kicked danger from Zoom call. And you're like, oh, hey, hey guys, uh... Uh, just, just a word, uh, just, just, what, what exactly do we need to get done? <laughs> Now I take my arm and put it around you and <laughs> sort of drag you in a, a sub-meeting to the third sub-meeting here. He's like, 
Hey, uh, listen, how do you, uh, how do you feel about fighting a demon right now? You think you're up for it? You look pretty... Randolph, it doesn't matter. Right. We're fighting the demon. Right, 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 right. Rogar, just if... blow the goddamn door down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Everyone stand back. Well, Wait, we could just walk through it. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. If we blow the door down, the demon will know we're coming. Oh my god, Vipura was the lucky one. (laughs) (laughs) You can can blow the door down now. I'm trying to, like, reason my way out of this, but... I don't have any... I don't have any good... I mean, we could send Thelias back in, but... Uh, Arginus, you start noticing that he's, like, kind of, like, shifting uh, uncomfortably... And uh, he he has an ectoplasmic form, and uh, he himself kind of like slides in between the cracks. How does he do that? With his ectoplasmic form. Uh, okay. And uh, where does he have that from? Um, from his uh, bloodline. It's a bloodline power that he now has access to because he bought, like, with his starting gold, he bought a robe of uh, arcane heritage, which treats his level as four higher for the purposes of bloodline abilities. Oh, did he now? You cannot phase through objects with this. Yeah, but it's gaseous form. I assume there's got to be a right. crack he can sip through. Is there no. a door latch? No. Okay, then I phase back through. Uh... Or actually, before I do that, I try pushing on it, see if it opens. From the inside. From the inside. Uh, All right. Well, either bust out that that liar or I'm blowing it down. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Hold on, hold on. Priest! Oh, my God. Priest, get over here. Meeting. (laughs) He just, from the other side of the barrier, he says, what do you want? How do we get in there? I know there's a secret passage under the door. I've seen it with my own eye. With his own, my own eyes. How do we open it? What are you tr- gonna hunt down Aluna now and kill her next? We're gonna save her. Sa- Get off your you high mean, horse and help her. us. She is bound by a demon holding the bolt that we need. Am I taking crazy pills? Or are you gonna help me? <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Joe. This is bound by. She has the bolt. Well, where is she? Down the stair. What do you think this meeting is about? Open it. Now. What stairs? There's a demon and you're going first. I point at the priest and then I point at <laughs> the crazy man and then I point at the lias. I just generally point at everyone. Staircase under that. How do we get to it? Use your priest magic and open it. He, he's looking at the central pillar and goes, there's a, sta- there's a stairway? Uh, d- y- yes. It did occur to me. I... I, I didn't know that there was there must be a secret door or something. I was admiring the the craftsmanship of that pillar that has Iamade's legendary miracles uh, depicted in in each of those niches, except for her final one. It's missing in that empty space. What is the last miracle? Her final miracle was she threw her cloak across the pit of the star stone in Absalom, expanded into a walkway to allow her to cross the gap. Tis the last miracle she performed before she became a goddess. 
Rogar Rogar goes and retrieves Vipera's cloak. Okay. And he flies over to the back over to the 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 pillar and just kind of throws Vipera's cloak at the at where everyone says the door is. Uh, so you throw Vipera's cloak at this blank section of wall uh, and you hear a, a clicking sound and the hidden door slides to the side and it allows you to enter. <laughs> bravo, priest! Bravo! <laughs> you we did high fives. Uh, more to himself than anyone else, Rogyar just kind of like looks down and says, well, you did it, girl. You unlocked it after all. Well, I guess there's a demon waiting for us now. Because why not? Um, before we wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Everyone, come here. I'm going to cast haste on the group so that we can charge in and fight this demon. Before we head down, like, he's kind of like talking about a demon. And uh, I actually pull out the Wand of Shield. And I cast that on myself. I'm also going to use a Pearl of Power to re-prepare mirror images. And I'm going to use my Sheath to uh, activate its ability to make my Scimitar keen for 50 minutes. Nice. Do you want me to give you an enlarged person? Uh, yeah. Why don't we... Why don't we creep down the stairs and then get all buffed and then charge in? Oh, that's what? a good idea. Oh, get we're getting buffed now before we go in. All right. Gather round, gather round. And I rub my hands together and haste up. I cast enlarge person on somebody who wants it. All right, so give me your order of marching. Crazy guy first, <laughs> not me. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> I'm, I'm a sorcerer. I'm not like, I'm not frontlining anymore. New guy, no, <laughs> Utrud will go first. But he's gonna go invisible, followed by Thalias and uh, Randolph doing our same time shtick. All right, but and, this time I'm even bigger, so it's even it's even more ludicrous. All right, and Rogier is following behind them. I guess that brings me behind. Donden and the new guy bringing up the rear. Dondon's no longer the new guy. <laughs> <laughs> the guy we just met is no longer the new guy. So weird. All right. Stairs from the east descend to this large room lined with burial niches in every wall. Many niches are empty, but some contain skulls, weapons, and armor. At the room's west end, short sets of stairs lead to a broad platform. A mural on the side of the platform depicts several knights of Ozum fighting a horde of skeletons in city streets. Above the mural, an inscription reads, The Knight of Bones, 3559 AR. Its fiendish architect forever bound. The floor of the platform contains a large ring of glowing arcane symbols. Eluna Varvados floats in the air above this ring, unconscious but clutching a silvery spear in one hand. Yeah. Alright, so Uhtred, you would... You would walk in uh, and be, uh, yeah. You, you pass a threshold into this room. Uh, you see the demon that uh, Randolph was describing. He is uh, up against the eastern wall of the room, and like 
the same side of the room that you're coming into. Uh, he looks like he is like preparing himself to uh, attack anyone entering the room. Uh, he doesn't uh, doesn't look like he can see you though. Uh, so, I mean, you guys are currently walking into this room, Uhtred. You uh, essentially have a surprise round. Sounds like a good opportunity for a cone of cold. Well, I was actually debating whether I could do the ice wall. Oh. Now, what I was trying to figure out was, A, can I wedge it between the demon and Elena? And B, would that, like, would I know if that would end the effect that he has placed on her? It has placed on her? Uh, You have no idea what effect he has placed on her, if any. You just know that she's unconscious and floating in that uh, circle. Uh, Nothing about that enslaved soul ability says anything about them being unconscious and floating in the air. They just take a minus six penalty on attack rolls and saves. Can you make ice wall with like a 90 degree angle in it? Or is it just a straight line? Creates an anchored plane of ice or a hemisphere of ice, depending on the version selected. A wall of ice cannot form... That's what I want to do. Hemisphere. The wall takes the form of a hemisphere whose maximum radius is three feet plus one foot per caster level. The hemisphere is as hard to break through as the ice plane form, but does not deal damage to those who go through the breach. Yeah, let's let's try and do that. Okay. Snap his fingers, produce the staff, and he's gonna cast a wall of ice in the hemisphere form. Try and like kind of trap him up in that corner. So yeah, I guess you make it. You make the radius large enough. So that the wall's not adjacent to the demon. He doesn't get a reflex save. Okay. Uh, everybody roll initiative. Arginus. Three. Groovy. Rogyar. 28. Uhtred. 22. Randolph. Uh, eight. Okay. So Uhtred walks in and, well, you guys wouldn't see him until he appears. But Uhtred, you walk in, you whirl to the right, you see that demon just waiting to pounce on somebody, and uh, snap your fingers, use your uh, rod of ice, and you trap that demon in a hemisphere of ice. You would hear a uh, a muffled uh, string of curse words uh, coming from inside the uh, hemisphere of ice uh, in a mixture of languages. And uh, then, in your head... You hear a voice. I was trapped in that wretched circle for over a millennia. If you think this ice will hold me, <laughs> it won't. <laughs> it and might. Ro- temporarily, but it will not. Only oh, super temporarily. All right, so Rogyar, it is your turn. All right. Well, Rogyar's got them haste zoomies. So he's going to fly straight across the room over to Eluna and try to... Give me a couple of fly checks, because just based on your position in the order of things, you've got a couple 90-degree turns to make. Okay. It's a 37 and a 32. Okay. So yeah, you uh, successfully reach Eluna. All right. And I go to grab her uh i guess that's a reposition to try and pull her out of the circle um you don't need to make a roll the she doesn't seem like she's being like held there like there's no force like 
binding her to that spot. But once you, uh, once she clears that circle in the floor, she does like drop. Uh, it's like she's not floating anymore. But yeah, she does. Otherwise, uh, you you are otherwise able to move her. Okay, and she remains unconscious. Yes. Okay. I uh, can make a heel check. I was gonna ask that. Four. Four. Uh, yeah, she looks all the way unconscious. All right. Uh, well, I'm pretty sure that was my standard action, so I am done. Okay. Up next is Uhtred. Uhtred's gonna cast mirror image on himself. Okay. That's uh, six mirrors. And Uhtred's gonna move like 15 feet up and kind of be facing the hemisphere of ice, getting ready to like... Uhtred's assuming he's gonna like break out at some point. So he's just trying to move up to give enough space for everyone else to get into the room, but like his focus is over there and less on Rogar and Elena. Okay. Um, and then he'll also snap his fingers and return the staff into the glove of Holden. It is Dondon's turn, and he uh, is going to delay because everything seems like it's going great, and he <laughs> doesn't want to put himself in that room. Uh, and uh, that's when Uhtred, Rogyar, Thalias, Randolph, uh, you hear this off-putting uh, clattering sound, like, uh, like a bunch of bones tumbling over each other. Oh, I don't like the sound of that. Your attention is brought to the south end of the room. You may recall I said that uh, these, most, a lot of these niches were uh, filled with skulls. And uh, skulls start to like roll around, like uh, like as if they were like eggs in The Exorcist. And they're just kind of like, and before you know it, there's like they, they they almost seem to be multiplying. There's like hundreds of skulls, maybe even like a thousand skulls, and they all start moving with a horrifying intelligence. I'd like a knowledge religion check. Eight. Oh my god. 17. 18. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it is a horrifying swarm. Uh, this mass of floating skulls lingers in the air with a haunting presence. A constant clattering emanates from the dreadful mass. Oh my, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. It is, they're not like rolling around on the floor, like bouncing on their on their like jaw hinges. They're It, it is a swarm of flying skulls what do they got wings they're just they're flying around like little spaceships and they fly right over onto Uhtred Uhtred you take 14 points of damage and I need everybody to give me a will save everybody everybody 17 what the fuck I got 10 yeah 24 for Randolph 22 for Goliath okay the chattering and clacking of these skulls uh, just there's hundreds thousands of skulls are just like just all chattering their teeth and uh, like clacking into each other it creates this this cacophony of sound you can barely even hear yourself think everybody except Randolph and Thalias yes is confused 
Oh, shit. Oh, no. Alex. And it's now Randolph's turn. Is this thing... It, it is a swarm, mechanically? Yes. The component creature is tiny-sized, which I believe does allow you to damage it with your weapon, but it would take half damage. Okay. Well, I'm huge, so I'm just gonna barrel up to it. And hasted Thelias is actually going to... Oh, no, because then he'll get attacked. The swarms don't take attacks. Oh, that's right. Yes, that's right. Oh, but I also don't flank. flank. Yeah. I'll keep Thelias next to me then. All right. Um, And we are going to full attack. You can make one attack each. Well, we're hasted, so... You yeah. still had to so, move. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, 20. 20 is, does not hit. <laughs> oh, no. Thelias, why? Natural one. Roll to confirm. Uh, 25. 25 does not confirm the fumble. Oof. Well, all right. That's my turn. So, I mean, Dondon will take his move. We'll take his turn. And he just kind of gets to the bottom of the stairs. And he sees what's going on. He sees all the skulls, and he's gonna he's gonna park it right there. What a hero! Yeah, if only he had a spell book. He could be MVP right now. With a loud pop, the demon just appears out of thin air, about ten feet from the raised platform in the west, as if he teleported to that spot. As a swift action. He turns and points to Rogyar. Ah. Give me another will save. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and hero point this one. Yeah. All right. Woo. Uh, I'm going to say hopefully good call. That's a 22. Ooh. 22 passes. Yes. Uh, But you will be staggered on your next turn. I'm confused anyway, so what the fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, good call, because when a demon points at you specifically... You know, you're in some, some sort of shit. Yep. All right. And now it's Arginus' turn. Uh, so Arginus is confused. Yep, 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 yep. Want to roll for me? And he, yeah. He's under the effects of confusion as well. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. All right, 25% chance to act normally. I rolled a 15. You act normally. (laughs) Let's go. So in Arginus's moment of clarity. um, Time to ride the lightning. Actually, (laughs) uh, better yet, he is going to ride the fire by uh, casting fireball. And I think I'm... Currently does not have line of effect. I'm going to say with... With my girth. Yeah, between Randolph being large and this swarm of flying skulls, uh, I'm going to say you have to, at the very least, put yourself inside the room to the south of Randolph. Oh, that's Otherwise, f- you're not going to have line of that's fight. Yeah, yeah. Line of effect. Yeah, I'll do that. Um, All right. Yeah. Uh, I'm hasted, so it's not like it's a difficult task. All right. Looks like I accidentally put the Elias in the perfect spot. Yep. Uh, so go ahead, first things first, and give me a caster level check versus the demon spell resistance. 16. Now, just wondering, do my hero points stack over from a dead... Well, you did use one very recently. Or, well, 
I guess the big question is, do I have... You start with one. Yeah, you would start with a hero point. Okay, I start with a hero point. Okay. Then I'm going to use my... I'm going to use my hero point. Okay. That's how you make an entrance. Show up and you use a hero point. To add plus four onto that six to make it 20. Okay. A 20 does not overcome the demon spell uh, resistance. So heroic. The skulls, on the other hand, they do not have spell resistance. So go ahead and roll yeah, that 10. Reflex save. Yeah, roll that 10d6 this time. I got a 19 reflex save. Um, Looks like that is the DC. So let's see that damage. 10d6 divided by 2 times 1.5 for being a swarm. Ooh, uh, 41, and then okay. uh, half by that. Two is 20. Yep. Times 1.5 is 30. Pretty good, considering they made their reflex save. So 30 points of damage. They look. They still look pretty lively. All right, well, that's uh, that's my turn there. Now we're back to Rogyar. All we're right. Used. Yeah. And staggered. Yeah. I got yeah, a 54. Deal 1d8 points of damage plus strength to yourself. All right. So 1d8 damage to myself. Attaboy, Rogar. Slap yourself for two. Okay. Uh, now it's Uhtred's turn, who is also confused and hasted. But Uhtred was technically what? attacked last turn by the skulls, right? Yeah. Uhtred uh, is going to attack the skull swarm. Now. attack him. Does that mean I still could take, like, I could take a five-foot step out of them and still attack mm, them? I don't think so. You can't really be tactical about it. So I just take a full round attack on them? Yeah. Can I cast a spell? Um, sure. Okay. I cast a chill touch, and uh, the DC after me is uh, 19. Hold on. Because... They have the distraction ability. Uh, Spellcasting or concentrating on spells within the area of a swarm requires a caster level check. DC 20 plus the spell level. 20 plus the spell level, so 21. Alright, I'm not I'm not going to cast a spell. I'm just going to take a full round attack okay. against this guy. Um, I am going to spend an arcana point, though to take speed off of my scimitar and replace it with let's do flaming and shocking that would work or flaming burst and shocking that would work right okay um so yeah Uhtred's sword just all of a sudden erupts into flames with this like arcing electricity running up and down it and he takes a full round attack Alright, so my first attack is a 32, and that's a 17 on the die for a crit threat. Okay. It's a 36 to confirm. Wait, can you crit a swarm? You fucking kidding me? That would be how tonight goes. Roll two crits on my full round. Can't even crit them. You know it. They're not subject to critical hits. Alright, it's three electric, five fire damage, and... 12 slashing damage. Second attack is a natural 20. That's going to be 8 damage from the scimitar. 
three electric, and then uh, six fire. Also, is this thing chaotic? It's a flying pile of skulls, I would assume so. <laughs> it is not chaotic. What? You got me shitting in my goddamn mouth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, poor... <laughs> Hey, Poor that's, that's two twenties three times in a row. That's two twenties in a row. I should get to roll a third one to kill it. Yeah. Oh. Twelve slashing damage, and then one electric, one fire. Old snake eyes. All right. They're whittling away at those skulls. Uh, take a hero point for your trip twenty, though. Sick. That's a good consolation prize. It's now the skulls' turn. I think they just damage whoever's in their space after they're done moving. Yeah, have them move off of me, please. Like, I don't think I can damage Uhtred and then have them move over and damage Randolph and Arginus. Uh, they deal automatic damage to creatures whose space they occupy at the end of their move. Yep. I'm just going to say, you can get three people over there. There's only <laughs> one person you can get over here. I can only get two because... You can't uh, even get... Don Dondon is like through like around a corner. Uh, Two still more than one. I know, and that's what they're gonna do. Everybody but Randolph and Thalias uh, needs to give me another will save. I use that freshly gained hero point for plus eight because this, nice. yes. this feels really important. Yes. Twenty-three. Uh, Thirty-four. Okay. Arginus. Uh, 15. <laughs> okay. Our genus remains confused for another turn. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Randolph and Thalias, and now Rogyar and Uhtred, uh, as well as Dondon, are all immune to successive rounds of this thing uh, doing its confusion effect. Awesome. Uh, but... Randolph and Arginus. Oh, wow. You each take four whole points of damage. Randolph. I'm going to have Thelias take a five-foot step, and I'm going to full attack with all of our might on this okay. skull pile. Are you going to five-foot step out of it? He can't. Um, There's an ice wall there. Oh, true. All right. That. That's a uh, 26. 26 is going to hit. For 15 plus 5 plus 6. Dude, the acid is sick on this. That's so cool. <laughs> oh, hold on. Uh, so give me your weapon damage and then the energy damage after. Oh, okay, perfect. 21. All right. 5 ass. Okay. And you're going to love this. The second attack, crit critical. Nice. Roll to confirm. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. Okay, so and that is 18... Weapon damage right. plus one acid. All right. And the crits on the scythe are so sweet, but yeah. I don't get them. Oh, oh my, my god. god. <laughs> oh, come on. This is just ridiculous. <laughs> are you shitting me? Roll 20. Roll 20 is gaslighting around. the fuck out of you guys. Yo. Wow. Jeez. Uh, First one's 22 for Thalia's slam. Uh, 22 is going to hit. Okay, that does 16 plus 6 fire. Okay. And the second one is a crit, and the crit was a... <laughs> it was a 20, and then the crit confirm was a 20. So, yeah, awesome. Uh, yeah. And that's 15 plus 5 fire. And I'm rolling a d20 just to see. 
just to see if I can roll three in a row. Are you sure you want to see that? Yes, I uh, want to see the 12. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was Randolph. Donden's up next, and uh, from his perspective, it's like the hallway ends, and it is just a fucking curtain of <laughs> these swarming skulls, and he wants no part of that. He... Uh, really doesn't have much that he can do right now he's starting to wonder what he's even still doing here <laughs> uh but yeah so that's donnan's turn and that brings us to uh the demon he's going to turn to randolph and say put yourself in the circle randolph give me a will save uh messy okay i got one luck perfect Okay, what is it now? Will save? Yeah, plus eight bonus. 22. Wow. All right. Better be lucky than good, baby. <laughs> uh, Randolph uh, fights off the dominate person spell that the demon just oh, cast on him. Shit, dude. <clears throat> and uh, not waiting to find out if Randolph uh, succumbed to his, uh, his domination, uh, the demon will then point to uh, Uhtred and say if not the dwarves then your soul will do give me a will save Richard. 18 that passes oh. you think your soul might have just barely gotten by that one Arginus let's roll confusion roll it wait you were attacked you have to spend your turn attacking uh, the skull swarm okay uh, um, can I cast a spell? Uh, you gotta make a cash level check. I will, uh, do that. What spell are you trying to cast? Um, I'm, tr- uh, sorry, I didn't look at the number yet. Um, well, because I have to attack it hand on, right? Or can I... You have, to, you have to attack it. No, 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 what I'm asking is, do I have to use my hands to attack or can I actually cast a spell for this? Whatever you want to do that involves attacking it. Oh, okay. Um, In that case, I'm going to do Ball of Lightning. Okay. Uh, Now, I'm pretty close to this thing. That's fourth. Uh, So the DC is 24. 24. To cast Ball of Lightning. Okay. 16. So you fail to cast Ball Lightning, and I believe that wastes the spell slot as well. Uh, Rogar. Sounds about right. Okay. I am not confused. I'm not staggered or anything, I believe. Correct. But you are hasted. All right. Let's, uh, yeah. I'm going to gather power to empower an air blast at the demon. Okay. Deadly aimed. 26 to hit that will hit okay Oof. so that's 38 and 19 is 57 damage all right some of that damage got absorbed by some sort of damage reduction uh but he took a as a still hearty wallop he took <laughs> you do anything with no you because you used a move action to gather power. Yes. And I'm I'm going to stay where I am to kind of stand guard over Aluna. Okay. Uh, Uhtred, 
Okay, Richard's going to cast a Chill Touch, and then he's going to move up to the demon and deliver that through a scimitar. Okay. Of course, now we're, we're back to the the twos, threes on the d20. That's uh, a 17 on his one and only attack. 17 will not hit. That's all he got. Okay. It's uh, a Skull Swarm's turn. Uh, Arginus, give me a will save. Arginus for the will save. 19. 19 fails. Uh-uh. <laughs> yes. Damn it, dude. You absolute maniac. Come to this room. Just be confused the whole time. I love it. <laughs> it's a, a real good taste to playing your new character. Hell yeah. Yep, 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 yep. All right. Uh, so the skulls are pretty content. Gnawing on uh, Randolph and Arginus, and you two take 12 points of damage. No. Nice. Oh, yeah. I see your D6 has got activated. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> and Randolph, it is now your turn. All right. I'm going to stand and absolutely deliver. Uh, 34 to hit. 34 hits. That's uh, 18 weapon damage plus two acid. And second attack. Let me stop you right there. Oh. <laughs> uh, I need everybody except Rogyar to give me a reflex save. Utri got a 15. Okay. Uh, Randolph got a 10 and Elias got a 12 with a natural one. Our genus got a 9. Silver lining, the demon is also uh, subject to this, but he makes his reflex save. Make a champ. Randolph uh, swings his scythe down into this swarm of skulls for the second time in that turn. Uh, and with an almighty bang, uh, an explosion of foul energy and bone fragments goes out 30 feet from the skull swarm. Half that damage that I just rolled, a total of 36, half of that is negative energy damage, so I think it's completely absorbed by you guys, but not Thalias. Uh, and the other half is piercing damage. Dude, that wow. still hurts. So it's... Holy fuck. Eight, 18. Dude, Thalias just got dumpsters. Seriously. 36 to the face? Yeah. <laughs> Point blank. Jeez. Don was at full health. Uh, now he's at half. He's, ah, why did I even come here? <laughs> All right. Uh, it's still Randolph's turn. I don't believe Thalias has done anything. He has not. And technically, uh, Randolph still has a move action, too. Did he, he take two swings? He died on the first he swing. He stopped me after the first one. Oh, yeah. My bad. Uh, so, yeah. Randolph... Has, still has a move action if he wants to take it. Uh, I do. And what's my move speed? Uh, 40 feet? 30. 40 feet. I'm going to run over here. Um, and okay. Thelias is going to run over here. And Thelias gets to attack. 19. 19 will not hit. Uh, 23? Yeah, outflank. I'm sorry. 23. Oh. 23 will not hit. It's Donden's turn, and he just kind of staggers back around the corner oh, 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 oh. I'll make sure nobody catches you by surprise and it's now the demon's turn uh, and he's getting sick and tired of everyone making their saves against his uh, his gosh darn enslave soul ability uh, so he's gonna 
Focus on Thalias. Give me a will save. Thalias? Uh, yeah. Can he do that? Yeah. Does that provoke? No. Will save? Yeah. Uh, 10. All right. He has uh, a proverbial grip on Thalias' soul. So Would you leave Thalias' soul alone? Seriously. <laughs> That's all he is I'll now. get it. <laughs> I'll, I'll get it one of these days. Uh, so Thalias is going to take a minus six penalty on any attack rolls and saving throws in regards to this demon. Uh, the demon's then going to take a tactical five-foot step southeast, remove himself from the flanking position he just got put in, and he's going to full attack on Uhtred. So 22 to hit. Miss. Bite. Doesn't take a mirror okay. down either. Okay. Nobody asked, but thank you. <laughs> that is a 25 to hit Miss. with a claw. Does it take out a mirror? It doesn't. Thanks for asking, Jeff. All right. Second claw, 34 to hit. Takes out a mirror, I assume. Nope. You you assume wrong, you ass. What's your AC right now? 31. I said 34. Oh, I thought you said 24. You ass. (laughs) Well, enunciate better. These are good pants. These are good pants. And here comes a gore. 32. That hits. All right, so let's roll for mirrors twice. How many uh, mirrors you got? Six. Okay, I'll roll a d8, ignore the eight. One is Uhtred. Five. Okay, so a bite, miss, claw, miss, claw, mirror, and then the gore. So now there's five mirrors. I'm going to roll a d6, and a one is Uhtred. Four. Okay, and our genus, it's your turn, and... Oh, that skull swarm is gone, but you are still confused. Okay. Um, okay, so you were attacked by the skull swarm. Uh, automatically attack its attacker on your next turn. As long as it's still confused when its turn comes. A confused character who can't carry out the indicated action does nothing but babble incoherently. So that's what you do. That's what he was doing from the start. Say, so he's right? acting normally? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, great. He broke himself out of the confusion. <laughs> let me let me break out the Harrow cards. Uh, Rogar, Everyone sit down. <laughs> <laughs> Rogar, right. Rogar is going to uh, five foot float south a little bit here just to get a clearer shot at the demon. And rinse and repeat. Gather power to empower an air blast. Okay. Deadly aimed. Oh shit. <laughs> That's a natural one. Okay, roll to confirm. That's uh, a 35 to confirm. Wow. Does not confirm. Uhtred. I am going to take a full round attack on this guy. All right. Oh, and you still have your chill touch active, too. All right. First attack is... Oh, uh, actually, can I take a five-foot step here to get flanking with the lies? Sure. Sweet. First attack is a 27 to hit. That'll hit. Okay, so that's going to be 9. Give me a caster level check versus his spell resistance for your chill touch spell. 19. Okay, chill touch does not work. Really? Really, really. Um, Okay, so then he's going to take 9 slashing damage. Is he chaotic? Oh, yeah. I think demons have to be chaotic as a rule. 
yeah. Snake Eyes again. So that's another two from uh, my Aximinium or whatever. Axiomatic. Axiomatic. <laughs> I never remember what it's called. Um, and then right. you, you between your weapon damage and then the axiomatic damage, you feel barely any of that damage make it through his DR. Um, well, the damage wasn't done, thank you very much. Yeah, you can say that again. See, I got <laughs> six fire damage and two lightning. So I think one of that fire damage made it through, right? Nope. No. I thought it was resist, the first five points of... You resist, resist ten, ten fire, uh, and he's immune to electricity. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I knew the electricity was going to be up there. Okay, second attack. That is a 16 on the dice for uh, 26 to hit. That'll hit. Okay. Then that's going to be a 28 to confirm. That'll confirm. Okay. And then a cash level check for the spell. Yep. Uh, it was another 19, so that doesn't go through. Nope. All right, I'll take All right. Oh, That confirms the crit, uh, but no spell crit option. Yep. So the slashing crit is called spun around. Uh, normal damage, but the target is flat-footed for one round. Okay. Uh, so what's that damage? Uh, eight. Eight slashing damage. And... Uh. <laughs> three. We did one one point better on the uh, extra 2d6. Okay. Uh, well, he's flat-footed. And Nutra does oh. one more attack. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, that's true, because he's hasted. Uh, it's a 28 to hit. That'll hit. My cash level check was a natural 20 for a 30. Okay, that passes. Thank God. Now... So then right, so. I gotta add 3d6 to the damage. Well, give me the negative energy separate. Okay, it's uh, four. Okay, so what's the weapon damage? Uh, seven plus 11, 18 damage. 18 weapon damage? Yeah. Okay, and four negative energy? Correct. Okay, Randolph. I'm gonna take a five foot step forward and me and Thelias are gonna go at him. Full attack style with power. 25. 25 hits. For 15, I'm sorry, 21 plus 5 acid. Second attack, 28 for 20 plus 6 acid. And I'm going to swing a third time because haste. The acid's really showing up for you, huh? Dude, the acid's amazing. This is great. Because I swing so often with between me and Thelias, right? I mean, this thing resists the first 10 points of acid, so the, the acid's <laughs> not really doing anything to this guy, but it worked really well against the, the swarm. That's right. 27 for 20 weapon damage plus one acid. And Thelias, 24. 24 don't hit. And the next one doesn't either. But he's hasted. Does he get a third slam? Is that yeah. possible? Holy yep. shit. 23. No, that doesn't hit either. Demon's turn. He's going to full attack on Uhtred again. I'm going to use an Arcana point to give myself the extra AC. Yay. 27 to hit. That misses. 35 to hit. That misses, but does take out a mirror. 31 to hit. That misses and doesn't take a mirror. 26 to hit. Uh, misses. Okay. And then he's going to take a five-foot step southwest. He's got the stairs to his back. Arginus, you are no longer confused. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, 
running off of spells and knowing this thing has spell resistance and energy resistance and mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a good um oh let's try ectoplasmic snare okay what is that um so ectoplasmic snare I unleash a writhing tendril of ectoplasm to grapple or entangle a target creature. Uh, I must make a ranged touch attack. Oh, wait. Do I have to be my in range? Oh, it's 50. It's 50 feet. Oh, yeah. I'm there. Yeah. Okay. And are you, are you casting a spell or are you using your bloodline power? The bloodline power. Blood, bloodline power. All right. Because it's called entangling ectoplasm. And... It's a range of 30 feet. It says ectoplasmic snare. Is that... Oh, that might be a... Um, that might actually be a spell that I took. Yes, it is. Never mind. It, it's, it's one of your not, it's spells. Not... Okay. All right. Give me a range touch attack. Range touch attack. Um, a 17. Okay. 17 will beat the demon's touch AC. Uh, now give me a caster level check versus a spell resistance. 20 <laughs> 20 fails yep okay so the ectoplasm uh hits him but then it just kind of gets sucked back into the ethereal plane rogar be careful we don't cross our ectoplasm who knows what'll happen <laughs> okay i'm just about done with this thing so gather power empower air blast deadly aim i want this thing gone fuck it's a 23 to hit 23 will not hit. Mother fucker. Uhtred, your turn. Alright, I take a five foot step. Full round attack. Oh, thank god. <laughs> the first attack is a 31 on a 16. So a crit threat. Uh, that will hit. Roll to confirm. Give me a 28 to confirm. That'll confirm. Okay. Give me a caster level check versus spell resistance. It's a natural 20 again for 30. All right, let's hear that crit card. All right, we got a fan crit. Ooh. Uh, This one is from the one and only Lady Richter. Aha. So the slashing crit here is called In the Face. Double damage, and the target is blinded for 1d4 rounds. And the magic crit is called Elsa's Timeout, which is normal damage, and the target is helpless in ice, as if under the effect of the icy prison spell, with the same partial reflex save. Yes. I you know, we got this crit card before, Uchid and Uhtred was the one who got it. And it only seems fitting. Let's go with that again. Okay. So, normal damage, right? Yep. It's going to be 17 weapon damage and 4 negative energy also needs to make a fortitude save to see if it takes the strike damage. With that damage, you have actually slain the demon. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh. Ultra demon and we'll slayer. see you next week on the Inspired Incompetence Podcast. Uh, Hooray! See ya! See ya! See ya!